We are approaching the new year, which brings a clean slate and lots of excitement, right? If we aren't careful, though, those limiting beliefs come creeping back in mid or maybe towards the end of January, which is why I wanted to bring back this episode to get you ahead of that so you can tackle those limiting beliefs. Enjoy and Happy New Year. You did it. You have found your judgment-free zone, the Her Dinero Matters podcast, a bilingual podcast for women who want to become reinas of their money and love their dinero more. I am your host, Jen Hemphill, a former extreme frugalist turned reina of your money advocate. Each week, I'm going to help you reign your money like that queen that you are with inspiring interviews and panel discussions from La Comunidad Latina and with solo episodes sharing simple, actionable tips and strategies. Thanks for spending some time with me today. And now let's jump into today's Dose of Money Confidence. ¿Qué tal, Reina? How are you doing? This is Jen Hempel, your host, and I am so happy to have you here. Now, today it is just you and I. We are going to be discussing limiting beliefs. Limiting beliefs are so detrimental to our success in finance, in our personal life, in any part of our life. So we need to know how to manage those limiting beliefs so they don't get in the way. So we can just set them aside and we can just move on and progress with what we're doing. In today's episode, you're going to learn what limiting beliefs are and where they come from, as well as why we should care about these limiting beliefs and pay attention to them. And I'm going to share with you four steps that you can take to help you minimize their return. Let's not delay and let's go ahead and get started. So what are limiting beliefs? They are beliefs that you believe to be true that limits you in some way. This belief can be about you or other people or the world. Some examples of limiting beliefs can be, I am not worthy. I am not deserving. I am not smart enough. I can't handle it. And They can be others that mean the same thing. So you have to be really aware of what is coming in, what is really filtering in through your mind. Now, where do they come from? I think they come from a part of it has to do with our past money story. It no doubt in my mind, because in our past or when we're growing up, there's so much that impacts how we think, what we do, and it shapes us for the remainder of our life, whether it's good or bad. Another aspect of where limiting beliefs come from can be from the people we surround ourselves at this current moment. They're going to have certain beliefs that are limiting that you just from the sheer hanging out with them, from spending time with them, you kind of adapt to that limiting belief because what we listen to, watch, read also has an impact on those limiting beliefs that we carry because it's things that we hear, it's things that we read, it's things that we really intake in our mind. The content that we really consume is is what I should say. So the the content that we consume, whether it's something you listen, something you watch, something you read, that also has an impact on what limiting beliefs we have entering our mind, depending on the quality of that content that we read, watch, or listen to, and if it's very positive, it's very negative, even music, right? As much as I love music, 
it can have an impact on the limiting beliefs uh, that we have because of the story that the music says. And even though the music itself, the actual instrumental part may be uplifting, if we're paying attention to those words that are not uplifting, that can have an impact on, on those limiting beliefs. So we just have to be careful of that. I don't know about you, but for some reason with music, I don't listen to the words. And there's been time, I remember when I was a teen and with my parents, we were on a road trip and we were listening to the radio. One of my favorite songs at that time, I don't even remember what it was, but one of my favorite songs at that time was playing on the radio. And I'm like, turn it up, turn it up. This is my favorite song. And then that was the first time for whatever reason, I started listening to the words. And let me just tell you, they just, it wasn't very um, good to listen to with your parents. Let's just put it that way. So, but I've never, I mean, it was very up, the music was very upbeat, but what was said, the word, the lyrics of that song were not the best. So we really have to really be aware of what we are listening to, reading and watching. And if we're listening to music, I don't know if subconsciously, if we're listening to lyrics that aren't very uplifting, if that impacts us, if we're not listening to the lyrics, I don't think it does, but maybe some experts out there say different. Another aspect that I think impacts our limiting beliefs is our culture and society. And sometimes what's going on in the current event, because you hear things in and day in, day out, especially now where there's such a divide in the U.S. There's such, there's so much going on and it's just heavy, right? And that can have an impact on our limiting beliefs. So we've talked about what limiting beliefs are, where they come from. Now I want to discuss with you why we should pay attention to them. Now, there's a good quote from Louise Hay where she says, if you accept a limiting belief, then it will become a truth for you. And I truly, truly agree with that because whatever we believe, especially when we believe it with our core, it does come true. Think about the last time that or the most recent time that you've had a belief in something and it just consumed you and it was just for you. It was your truth. Now, when we take a look at these beliefs that continuously circle in our brain and when we ask ourselves if this belief is actually true, we tend to find out it's not. That that belief is really a, is not a fact. So we have to really look at what is a belief and what is a fact? So when we have these limiting beliefs, we just need to ask ourselves, is this really true? Is this a fact that I am not worthy of this money, that I am not deserving? Is that really true? Is that a fact? Or that I am not smart enough? Absolutely not. It's not true. It's not a fact. It's a belief. And if you don't address those limiting beliefs, they can hold you back. By believing them, you will make choices that don't serve you. Limiting beliefs also blind you from seeing the opportunities you have in front of you. They prevent you from seeing your own strengths, your gifts, your capabilities, and they keep you stuck in a cycle of those negative thoughts. Now, I say this because I've experienced it. I have allowed limiting beliefs to take over me. I have allowed limiting beliefs to become my truth, even though it was never a fact. I just let it consume me. 
And I want to make sure that it doesn't do that for you. So how can we minimize those limiting beliefs? So here are the four steps. Step number one is awareness. Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. You need to be aware of those because sometimes if we don't even think about limiting beliefs, we're still going to have these beliefs or these thoughts that are circling in our head. So the first step is really we need to be aware. We need to take inventory of those limiting beliefs. And remember that beliefs are just that, beliefs. They aren't facts. And even though you may think they become your truth because you are so consumed by that belief, if you take a moment to ask yourself, is this really true? Is this really a fact? You're going to find out it's not. So be, and just be honest with yourself, because if you're saying this is true, do some digging with that. Because it's actually, you need to ask yourself if it's a fact. Now, with this awareness piece, with this step one, you may not be able to do this in one sitting. And that's fine. Because it takes time. And you're not going to get rid of them right away. It takes work. So you want to take the time to catch those thoughts. And don't worry about doing anything else. Just take time to be aware of them and just catch them. And all you need to do is write them down. Just acknowledge those limiting beliefs that they are there. Again, be sure to write it down. Don't judge them. Just thank them for being there. That's all you have to do in this step. So again, it's awareness. You want to take inventory of those limiting beliefs. You want to write them down. Take 20 minutes to think about, like the last week, what beliefs have come or go back further if you can or what's something that you notice comes up for you all the time. That's step one. Step two is you want to reframe those limiting beliefs into abundant ones. So you want to take those thoughts and reframe them into something that serves you. For example, I can't afford it or I can't ever afford anything. You can frame it as a question. How can I make this happen? Or we don't have the money. You can reframe it as I am worthy of money and I don't have to feel guilty about it. Another limiting belief is I will never be able to pay off these student loans. You don't know how many times I have heard this. You can reframe it as this debt is a part of my story now, and that's just temporary. So those are just some examples of how you can reframe it. It's not the only way, but just make sure it's positive and it's just valuable for you. It needs to serve you. So that's step two, reframe those limiting beliefs into abundant ones. Step number three is to write down your money strengths. We all have money strengths. No matter how bad we think we are with money, we have a money strength. We have at least one, and I know we have more than one. Some examples of money strengths are really like being good with saving money. It can be Being good with finding a sale and a deal, it could be being able to clip coupons and on top of that, use it with an item or items that are on sale. I don't have that strength, (laughs) nor the patience. It can be really being able to stop yourself or 
being good about not impulse spending. That can be a money strength. It can be complimenting your partner on something he or she is doing well with money. That's a money strength. There's really no wrong way to do this. So you want to really write down your money strength. Everything that I, these steps, I want you to write it down, not just think it in your head. When you acknowledge your money strengths, it allows you to realize that you can do so many things, that you can do this, you can improve your financial life, you can get to where you want to go financially, and you can tackle what you need to. You can really get over those roadblocks that sometimes get in your way because you have those money strengths on your side. So that's step number three. Write down your money strengths. Write down as many as you can. If you're feeling limited, I challenge you with at least three. All right, is that a deal? Let's do it. Step number four, write a love note for yourself. When you love yourself and you, re you really feel that love to the core, you are more confident and you are more likely to make choices that nurture your well-being and serve you well. Whether this is planning your meals and cooking at home, that's how it's going to serve you. It's going to serve you in ways that you don't even realize. So it's important to love yourself and a way to love yourself is writing a love note to yourself. And even better, it, it might sound a little woo-woo, I haven't gotten yet I've done this too much, honestly, saying those things in a mirror, in front of a mirror to yourself. I'm still feeling weird about it. I'm being honest, but I think that's even more powerful. Just say it in it out loud while looking at yourself. That is step four. Write a love note to yourself. Unfortunately, we are too hard on ourselves. And when we are hard on ourselves, it's the opposite of loving yourself. Let's just be honest. It's not that you're hating on yourself, but you're not being kind to yourself. And when you're not being kind to yourself, then you're feeling icky and you're feeling blah for lack of a better word. That wasn't even a word. But when that happens, your brain is foggy because you have so much on your brain. You can't think clearly. And when you can't think clearly, you don't make those choices, especially financial ones that serve you well. So make sure you love on yourself. Write a love note to yourself. and. I challenge if you can, just say those things in front of the mirror and let me know if you do because that's going to keep myself accountable that I need to do that too. Now that is it. Let's do a quick recap about what we discussed. We talked about what limiting beliefs are, where they come from. We also talked about why we should care and pay attention as well as those four steps that you can take to help minimize those beliefs. And those steps are number one, being aware and taking that inventory of those limiting beliefs. Number two is reframing those limiting beliefs into abundant ones. Step three was to write down your money strength. And step four is to write a love note to yourself. If you enjoyed this, I have a great worksheet where you can implement this daily and a little more. It's called the Daily Dinero Ritual, and you can get it at jenhemphill.com forward slash dinero. If in the past you grab that My Daily Money Ritual, this is what has taken its place. There are some changes 
and tweak. So you want to make sure that you log into the Her Dinero Matters Lounge for that to be able to see that. Next week on the podcast, we get to meet the amazing couple that go by the name of Briguel. They are an artist couple who produce film and music with an uplifting message. And you're going to absolutely love them. I really enjoyed having a conversation with them. So that is it. Eso es todo. Thank you for taking time to listen to this episode, for choosing the the Her Dinero Matters podcast as one of your podcasts of choice. I know there's many to choose from, so I am grateful that you are here. You can check out the brief show notes over at jenhemphill.com forward slash 226. Remember that becoming the reign of your money can start now. The choice is in your hands. You've got this. Tú puedes. Also, I'd love for you when you listen to this episode, if you can take a screenshot and share it on Instagram or even take a selfie when you're listening to this episode, tag us on your Instagram stories with at Her Dinero Matters and use that same hashtag, Her Dinero Matters. Thanks again for being here y nos hablaremos el próximo jueves. Chao.